Welcome to the Cracked End Comedy Club! On tonight's show, we have Stephen Bradley, Caroline Cummings, David McSavage, and Mike Morgan. And Damo and Andy talk about Molly Malone's big bust and personality tests. Are they for weirdos? All right, episode 20. Welcome to the Crack Den. Yeah, and Eddie's still live from the Edinburgh Fringe. Isn't Edinburgh? In a little I, apartment. I sure, I sure am. There's three days left of this month-long festival. Four weeks of a festival. Damon, do you think that's too long for a festival? Nah, it should be longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I think you could do three weeks on, one week off, then three weeks on again. Yeah. But like the last week, oh my God, it's a slog. Like, no, it is I'm a just, slog. I did seven shows yesterday. That's and you're just on. going through... Like, I, I, I've no adrenaline left to get excited about the shows. Yeah. So I'm just walking on stage. It doesn't matter what the stage is or who's in the audience. I'm just walking on, and it could be a thousand people or arena. It could be five people in a, a basement, and I'm just walking on, and it's like, it, it, it's my brain now. I just, it does nothing kind of phases or matters anymore. Yeah. Get me out of there. Well, my mental health is great, people. Don't worry. That sounds like and your I'm having voice a breakdown. The main thing is your voice is there. That's the main thing. Because a lot of people use. Their yeah, that's true. Voice. A lot of people have lost their voice. Every it's like a war zone. Every second person I meet, they I lost my voice, and they can't do nothing. I like. I wonder if arena acts, like musicians and stuff like arena comedians, still get jaded. You know, they've done four arenas in a row, and they're like, Ugh. but they're going out and changing lives. You know, it might be the best stand-up gig these people want to see, and you just don't know. And you're just like run through the motions, pacing around yeah. on oh, stage. That arena was tiny today. Yeah. I'm such a loser. Yeah, did you see that uh, that couple in Section G, Row 59F, and 50F. What was their problem? <laughs> I'm folded for an hour. What are they even doing in this arena gig? They were looking 10, at the 000, screen 10, the whole people. time. I'm right here. Just but um, some fu funny thing was happening the other day. I was flyering and uh, I flyered in an English lady. With your Russian The show mate. was called An Irish Solution to an Irish Problem. Yeah. And this le English lady said to me, oh, that's a very, uh, the solution to the Irish problem. That's a very racist title. <laughs> I was like, what? What kind of solution are you thinking of? Like, homicide that's, it's not no like not genocide kind of <laughs> kill them one at a time genocide <laughs> genocide genocide is just a lot easier than homicide you know just in one go boom yeah it's not the final solution to the Irish problem <laughs> it's a fun solution to the Irish problem it's fun um, I put the fun in funeral come on lady <laughs> also, she was more racist for suggesting like that, that fact that that was her first thought oh the Irish problem oh yes oh solution like mm. her first thought was, yes, there is an Irish problem, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what is the solution? And I um, tell you, more drinking. Yeah, yeah. More drinking, and then she didn't come. I'm guessing. Uh, I don't know. I I can't <laughs> remember all the people that come. But, all those people. Um, oh, I will tell you. Interesting though. I uh, I did a game show last night, and it was like a science game show where science, uh, science. science comedy show where two guest comedians and a host talk about a specific scientific topic. I don't know why they asked me. Like, 
I was I was the last minute candidate. I got a message like half an hour before the show, during like, another show. Like, Do you know what science like, is? And you're like, oh, not really. Like, who's <laughs> calling Eddie for a science show? Oh, Eddie, was, Eddie, physics malarkey over here. Uh, <laughs> they must have. Um, oh, tell us that. They must have really ran out of people. So the team was personality. So I went on and I talked about personality for a bit. But it made me think actually, because I was just walking to the gig and I was like, ah, oh, what will I talk about? I did a bit, I did a personality test a couple of years back. I did it 10 years back and then I did it recently as well. It's called the big five personality test ocean. So sounds like Scientology oh, or something. Are you sure this isn't a Scientology game show? Um, personality test? Yeah, well, like personality test is, is psychology, which is, I don't know where you're, you're making a big leap there to. Nah, uh, do you remember, do you remember, did you ever have that? Like people in the street would stop and go, do you want a free personality test? And it'd be those Scientologists. Oh, the Scientologists Trying to recruit people. Yeah, but that's and just then they bring you in and you'd go, turns out you're really sad. What you need is Scientology in your life. And you're like, wait a minute here. I thought, um, was, I thought I was getting. Yeah, ready. but they're, they're like measuring your, don't they have some machine you put your hand on and it's actually just measuring your heart rate. It's like a complete nonsense. Ah, yeah. It's and they tell. And they tell you, yeah, that means you're sad and your inner child needs to escape. Some yeah. nonsense. But no, this ocean personality test is like accepted by all major you know, universities, psychology departments or whatever. Ocean. Ocean. It's not like, like the ocean. Yeah, but no, ocean is just what it it's, uh, stands for is openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, introversion, agreeableness. And neuroticism. So ocean is just the uh, shorthand to remember. I bet they were delighted when it said something. You know, uh, ooh, ocean. We could make it say ocean. It's way easier. They they rearranged it so many times. It was can, EO, <laughs> and they just finally someone came up with it. Um, so I did this a while back, and it's, I got I got some funny results. I, like they did, gullibility? They, it, it gives that, you gullibility? a synopsis. Is that, is that a, what? Gullibility? Is that number one? Gullibility. Gullibility wasn't really on it, but if you're high in agreeableness, you're probably gullible. Do you think I'm a gullible person? No, nah, well, like who does these personality quizzes and be like, ah, oh, this is my life now. This is who I really am. You know, so wouldn't hold I on work? a second. Look, I'm not living my life according. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like consult. I don't have a page with my personality test results. And every time someone asks me, what would you like to do? I'll, well, let me consult my personality. What does my ocean uh, quiz uh, results say I should do? Yes, eggs uh, Benedict, please. <laughs> <laughs> every time you get asked a question, what would you like for breakfast? Hmm, let's check my yeah. let's check the ocean. I mean, Damo, you could, you could probably do with doing a little personality test. Uh, what it, you see is what you get. You keep, you're, it sounds like you're kind of spinning this off as if it's some sort of uh, voodoo ritual. Sounds it's weird a, to me, man. What is this? It, it's a highly tested personality. Like they've they've done a lot of statistics to check. They've done it across thousands and thousands of people. It's solid ac across time, so people get the mm. same results ten thousands years later, of weirdos. twenty years later. What? <laughs> thousands of weirdos, if you ask me. <laughs> All right. Well, some people believe in science. Some people doubt it. Uh, of course, he has science. I'm a human. Yeah, he's hungry. He's sleepy. Like, what else is there, man? Anyway, there's a, hot, there's a lot more, man. That is the most. I'm happy. I'm sad. Yeah. And then the fact some guy in a lab coat is writing this down. Mm, interesting, actually. Mm, interesting. Humans get ha happy. They get hangry when they're hungry and angry. Mm. 
Table, they have brain surgery now. If people have like major disorders, they open up people's brains, can isolate like where damages. This guy needs a and, burger and chips. And Damo's solution is, are you hungry? I'm telling person, you, man. The person's not able to speak because they've got brain damage. Some doctor can actually fix that. And Damo's solution is, he needs a nap. Just Sleepy. feed him. Feed him some mash. Um, oh, he can't use his jaw. Get him a smoothie. You know what I mean? It's always a, It's harder to cry while you eat. You don't see that many people crying when they're eating because they're happy because they're eating. <laughs> I just um, uh, anyway, and then sorry, I digress. What? So, what did your personality? What's the ocean uh, say? You, but no, I, I had like several little things and about personality things. tests. But uh, no, let's let's talk about um, let's talk about religion and uh, your uh, your hunger theory there. No, about, no, uh, I just say most of the time it's just I don't know. It's just if I'm like oh, I don't feel good. It's because of like. I'm did hungry. you do a personality test and got a bad result? And ever since you're like. They're what a lot of shit they are. No, I've never done a personality test. That's why I'm like, I have no idea why you would. I've never eaten caviar, but I know it's still food. I know it exists. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, carry on. I'm interested. What is this? What's it say? What's no, you're not. No, you're not. I you know what I feel? Interested. This is like, I feel this is like talking to my, you know, you're talking to your parent about something and they drift off. Yeah. You're telling them like the results of your school test. Oh uh, yeah, but it's a podcast. Then... I can't just agree with everything. You go, oh, that sounds good. Because then... There's no friction. You can, you in the can chat. agree when I'm right. You can agree when I'm damn well anything. correct. You haven't said anything yet. Like, say, what are the, what are the results? I just think there's weirdos going. Mm, let's see what everyone's personality is. Like, I don't know why they're a troll under business. a bridge. Mind your own business, personality people. What's it got? What's it got to do with you guys? Oh yeah. Well, actually, if you want to, you want a, a bit of proof that there's some sort of semblance of reality based connected to this personality test and it's not just uh, some Scientologist fantasy. In, yeah. You know the whole thing of Facebook uh, and Cambridge Analytica and how oh, they... Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do know about that. You heard about those guys and yes. they, they did... They kind of correlated people's personalities to their Facebook likes mm. using a, like a, a kind of application that they made. They used this personality test, uh, the Ocean Big Five personality test, to be able to correlate what people liked and watched or whatever. Ooh. And then they were able to give them very particular news articles targeted at their personality. And it's very effective at manipulating people. So there is like this, this personality test is based in fucking solid evidence. It's not, I'm not saying like it is the be all and end all. Of course, personality mm. tests are just like a representation. They're not everything at all, but yeah. they, they do have, they're effective. Um, anyway, if I have to give one more ounce of evidence to back up anything <laughs> I say in this podcast, I am just pressing the red button. I'm just out. asking questions. I've never done a personality test before. But uh, I'll send you a link, and next week you got to give me the results live on this podcast. All right? Yeah. Well, I know what Disney character I would be. I've done that personality quiz. Is that part, now, you is know that what similar? Kardashian you'll be? Um, Probably Chloe. She's the big clumpy one. She clump clumps around. Yeah, she's the frumpy. There's, is there a big one? Well, there used to be, but now she looks like all the rest of them. But she had the biggest shoes. She'd just clump around. I think she's the tallest. I don't know. I don't know anything about the Kardashians. Uh, Chloe just seems be. like the, the, the if she was going to be an Avenger, she'd be like Hulk. Mm. <laughs> Do you think? 
you know, like Kim would be Captain America, probably, and then it's probably a few others. This is what we're, you're giving the Kardashians a personality test of which Avenger they'll be. Yeah, exactly. Rather than yeah, that's science, isn't it? It's like, oh no, yeah. the world needs saving. Who's famous? The Kardashians. What are you guys gonna do? And then Chloe's like, Chloe, <laughs> Chloe, smash and just start smashing stuff. They're like, Chloe, chill out. The baddies are over there. She just they'd wrecked probably, their walk-in um, wardrobe. They probably make a, a design a makeup fucking around it and sell it again. Yeah, they're very good at marketing the Kardashians. Any anything that ever happens in their life, they turn into a a product. Yeah, they can sell. And then, they're very smart. So Chloe sell goods. Yeah, she's very. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah. Anyway, like so that was. big five personality test. Okay, uh, what's your yeah, five? Uh, I was going to go through my results. Yes. Let's do I it. got very high in openness, very low in conscientiousness. Oh, slow down, Egid. Openness. So that's that's good. Open-minded, yeah. So what's yeah, uh, open-minded. What's gonna? What's the next one? That's good. Creative thinking, whatever. Yeah. Conscientiousness. Yeah. What's that? I got very low in, which is what's planning. That? And being conscientious of other people, uh, unfortunately, oh, okay. I got very low. Uh, very low. Eh? Basically, the personality results. I didn't want to say that? it, but it was, like, it was shit. You, how do they even get that? They go, uh, "Do you mind getting me a cup of tea?" And you go, "No." And they're like, "Oh, he's low on." No, it's it's three hundred questions, and it's like, uh, "Oh right, agree okay. agree with these things on a scale of one to five or one to six. I uh, I am always on time. Like six means you are always, always on time. And I one means you're rarely on time. So just right. like questions oh, yeah, like yeah. that. Gotcha. And then like based on 300 questions and a one to six thingy, you, they'll give you a result. Cool. Um, extroversion, introversion, very high in extroversion. Oh, yeah. Agreeableness, um, very quite low, low on agreeableness. No, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I'll be honest, I didn't even agree with the result there. Like, I think I'm quite... <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm quite agreeable Just actually. Scrunch it up. This pile of rubbish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree with this, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um and neuroticism I was like relatively low. Is that horniness? Not... What's neurotic neuroticism? Neuroticism is like um if you're very high in it, very likely to be depressed and sensitive. And if you're very low in neuroticism, you're more emotionally stable, I suppose. Low. Did you get the low? I got like mid to low. That's probably so like generally stable and occasional mood swing when a personality test tells me something I'm not. Oh. Um, but yeah, so that was a, so I did that test twice and like, te, like once in college sure. 10 years ago, did it again last year, got the exact same fucking results. That's cool, man. And that, that shows that it's your deep down personality. If you got I look who believes in it now. No, look I, didn't say, turned I didn't around. say I never believed it. I was just like, what is this thing that people do? You know, do you know, I mean, when I heard 300 questions, I guarantee if I had to do the form, it'd come back and they'd read it and they go, hmm, it seems like you're like a 68 year old woman the kind of answers you'd give. And I'd be like, ah, that's because I just get, gave it to my neighbor to do for me because I'm not filling in this form. It's too long. <laughs> <laughs> I hate forms. I'm against um, any forms, man. Leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot that's of questions. Right. Well, good on you, you for getting you, through a thir- 300 bloody questions. man. That's like- I, I'll be honest, I did a shortened version. Oh, my uh, one had like 100 questions. Oh, that's all so right. So my results aren't like the official, official results, but... The, the shorthand test is like 
just as effective or something shorthand but I'll send you a link and if you don't want to do the form oh hey if it's an abridged version I'll do one and then we can compare notes so then I can I'll I'll dip my toe into the ocean I'll call you I'll fill in the form over the phone yeah yeah let's do that to help you like an audio book yeah for one to six are you always late and then just like mm, so who we got this week on the podcast well I've done all personality tests on all of these people and they're all very funny and messed up so that's why they're on the podcast so we've got Stephen Bradley Stephen Bradley is on first and we've gigged with him years the first time I think we've had him on the cracked end just because of commitments and whatnot. but it was great to have him so he he's talks great, about uh, great guy known for improv, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's great he's got- at improv, and he's a big dude. He's tall and just big with a big beard. So like he talks about that, and then he goes into uh, um, there was Americans in the audience, and nice. uh, then he he dips into the, there'll be a bit of American chat today, I think. And then Sweet. he uh, then he 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 talks about his uh, his weight, and then he goes into America. So here's Stephen Bradley. Uh, so now listen guys, I know what you're thinking now, you're seeing me here now and you're looking at me and like, God almighty, this lad is fat. And let me tell you my friends, I am. And guess what? I fucking love it. Oh yeah, I love being fat. I am shaped like a capital B. <laughs> and when I'm straight ahead, I'm a capital O. And when I'm naked, I'm a capital Q. Yeah. That's for you, ma'am. <laughs> You're my mom now. Okay. <laughs> Is that weird? I don't think so. We were, where's my American friends here? Who's the American friends? Oh, right over here, America. Cool, cool, cool. Just a classic comedy setup. Here we go. There's a big difference between the swearing that we do in Ireland and the swearing that we do in America, that you guys do in America. Because over here, we say arse. Over there, you might say ass. Over here, we'll say shite over there you say shit and of course there's that c word isn't there isn't that c word that you guys hate that c word you find it very offensive but on three you guys are going to say it everybody's going to hear you say it and you're going to say it on three so one two three communism that's right (laughs) got him they all left talk that's stephen bradley there hilarious that was great stuff nice the old c word twist (laughs) those commies those commies those commie bastards. Yeah, cool, man. So St- Stephen Bradley there. Well, uh, uh, speaking of America, Caroline Cummings was over. She was uh, from New York, based in LA. And uh, she does great impersonation- impersonations. And this is, she sort of, uh, she heckled herself. She interrupted herself just to talk about the Molly Malone statue. And uh, this is a, a rant she went on about the statue in between doing different characters. So here's Caroline Cummings. I'm sorry, I would do my set, but I can't stop thinking about the statue of Molly Malone. I can't believe the size of the tits on that woman. (laughs) And I cannot believe that they put tits that big on her without the name of a surgeon underneath. (laughs) I was like, give me them digits. Give me them digits. She was not born with those, and they look amazing. And also, they're shining. (laughs) They're shining. I don't know if it's the only part that's, like, made out of gold or if somebody here is, like, getting paid to, like, freaking polish them every day or if... (laughs) 
probably this is actually what it is. People just going over and saying, R.I.P. Molly Malone, hubba hubba. Jeez, wow, take a look at this lady. And someone responded, oh, it looks like someone was rubbing them for good luck. I was like, or a good fucking time. Carolyn Cummings there. Hey, have a look at this lady. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Yeah, she was nice. over to, she was over, she, last time she was in uh, Ireland, she was 12. So it was with family. So she was over just going, yeah, you know, to the American, like, yeah, I'm going to explore and see everything. And uh, yeah, she did a, a weekend in the correct end. So it was class. It was class having her over. It was cool. Uh, nice, nice. Yeah, that's funny that it's mad to think someone would be rubbing the breast of Molly Malone, the statue for pleasure for a good time yeah big some, hard some, steel <laughs> mounds it's funny though like there's every incel. it's almost like every especially europe and around like every uh city almost has a statue that people will rub for good luck whether it's the foot of something or it's rarely like a, like genitals or like there's the mannequin piss in brussels thank god they're not rubbing his little willy the little baby's willy with wee coming out of it <laughs> <laughs> polishing this shot like is a <laughs> shiny oh, that could gold solve, little that could actually solve some problems you know like what? like pedos a, oh that's pedos right. if they were allowed to have a statue or like a, a toy of some sort would that deter <laughs> them from doing gotcha pedo there's a camera over there we saw you rubbing the <laughs> just says rub me beside it yeah, drinking the <laughs> drinking the fountain water. and anytime someone does it they just a van rolls up we got you again got you get in there in it's the like bathroom. i thought it was a good luck no your luck has <laughs> run out pedo boy get in there <laughs> yeah um, good luck for the population so we can lock you up yeah we're going yeah of course we're gonna get a pedo chat it went from molly malone to peter Foss, just like that We've got a gift. <laughs> but that's just one of the other statues I could think of that was like a, a person and in the nip. But a lot of them are, you know, a lot of them naked. Yeah, whoever built that statue, they did really exaggerate the bust of Molly Malone. Yeah, it's an exaggerated bust, all right. Unless she, unless she had this amazing wonder bra back then or whatever. Or just <laughs> use tape. They used to, you know, back in the, is it Victorian times when the women would wear those, is it corsets? They just pull all their organs together with a shoelace around their guts and then just all their organs would go up into their boobs like yeah, not technically they, but they you know they regularly faint it all up yeah they would the... faint because it's horrible just, horrible just, just, so uh yeah get into that then maybe molly's wearing a course <laughs> yeah good on molly poor molly didn't she die in the song in the end she died of a fever a fever. Some people a say fever. syphilis. Yeah, I think she died of a fever, maybe. She, um, yeah, the p poor Molly dying of a fever. No one mentions the real cause of death. What's that? Back problems. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying those two mounds everywhere. She had the she had the cart just to hold herself up. Yeah, eventually it just snapped her spine in two, man. They just outweighed her spine. Two big, two big, big, big steel boulder boobs. Yeah. Um, okay, who we got up next? How about some of me? Why not? Uh, I just like nice. the, I just like the yeah. There was like three older Cheshire lads in that were over, um, middle-aged dudes, big red faces from the sun and the drink, and uh, I was just talking to them. So we have that, and then um, and then uh, and then there's Americans in. So I was just talking to some three lads from yeah. So th there was oh no, there was uh, two young lads from Massachusetts, and then before we go into three old lads from Cheshire. 
And we've got the three lads. Hey, the lads. Uh, where are you guys from? Warrington, Cheshire, mate. There you go. Warrington, Cheshire, mate. Great. You look like you've got some sun recently. You guys are just like... You bin man? What's your job? Forklift truck driver. And in, the, in, that, in that accent, it's perfect. Forklift truck driver. I just want to eat a pie. I just want to eat a pie when I hear that. Fucking pie and mash. Great. What do you, what's in the warehouse or what's the place? What do you take off trucks, put on things? What do you do? Uh, cardboard. Cardboard, okay. <laughs> cardboard. You know you could just do that with your arms. Cardboard. And we go three for three, what's your job? Bookies, yeah, yeah. This is classic jobs. This is all jobs you'd hear on like a, a, on Blues Clues. I like this. <laughs> and that was it. This is a bit of a chat with the lads. It's because it's just three dudes in a row with job like proper jobs of dudes you'd think would have in their sixties. And then uh, and then I just uh, start talking to younger the younger dudes from uh, America. And you guys, cool. Which state? Massachusetts! I was hoping you'd say that. Fucking Massachusetts. And where are you? <laughs> he just goes, USA. Just under his breath, you hear that? He's just so proud to be sitting next to someone from Massachusetts. He's like, USA. <laughs> Tipperary fucking loves USA. I was in the airport, and uh, real quick, there's Americans here, three women. Um, I heard them. Of course they did, everyone did. Um, <laughs> There were three terminals away, we still heard them. They were chatting away about where they're going, they're all excited. And then um, Nancy goes, um, I did, I, she's, she probably wasn't Nancy, I'm just assuming, but she, she looked and sounded like a Nancy. She goes, um, this is what she said, right? I'll never forget it. Just a simple phrase, but she just said it. And this summed up America for me. She goes, I'm gonna put my sweatshirt into my suitcase. Right? They weren't talking about sweatshirts. They weren't talking about suitcases. She just thought she would announce that. I'm gonna put my sweatshirt in my suitcase. So to anyone else in the world, that would be a thought. That's a thought, isn't it? If that was in a script, that would be in brackets. You don't read that shit out, Nancy. That's just an instruction. Nancy then put a sweatshirt into a suitcase. But Americans just say that shit out. I need to put my sweatshirt in my suitcase. And then she put it in the suitcase. It was true. And he's like, why would you even bother? I do like sweatshirt. I do like how you say, we don't say sweatshirts. We just say shirt or hoodie. I, I just like how Americans will use, like sweat is gross, but that's the adjective of that item. So that's what we'll call it. I sweat in my shirt, there's sweat. So it's a sweatshirt. I can sweat in my shirt, it's a sweatshirt. I sweat in my pants, so it's my sweatpants. Look at my sweaty pants. The gusset is wet. <laughs> sweatpants, they're sweaty. I call them my sweat, it's gross. You don't need to do that. How far do you go to that? <laughs> I'm wearing my skid mark underwear. Like that's, exa that's exactly the kind of shit. <laughs> don't touch that, that's my cum sock. All right, yeah. that's the logic. That's nice. That's, that's the logic of sweatpants. I always thought that. I think the first time it's I heard that was on Seinfeld. It's like, like the blind. You're spot know? on about Americans just saying their thoughts. Like yesterday, so I was in town in Edinburgh, 
and there was uh, two Americans just walking down the road uh, next to me. They were like, uh, hi, sorry, can I bother you for a moment? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. And uh, it was a couple, like an elderly couple, maybe like in their late 50s or 60, and they pointed to the, there was these like lines on the road that are kind of squiggly. Mm. And they were like, what are those lines for? We don't have those lines in America. And I was like, those lines are to indicate the cycling lane. See the little bicycle sign <laughs> on the road that's like a sign of a bike. And then there's the squiggly lines outside that. That is to delineate so cars don't hit the bikes. I was like, and I explained it like so slowly that I was like, I can't believe I have to explain this. I'll just go extra slow. And then they were like, oh, wow, where we're from in Boston, we don't have those kind of lines. I was like, Jesus Christ, you clearly don't have much um, instinct either as to what's going on in the world. Like, no, it's weird though. Like all of my American mates and places in America, like if you're, if you're over 12, you don't ride a bike. You know, that it's, it's not, unless you're into like racing bikes, adults don't just cycle around. It's not like Europe. They yeah. Get, they get a car yeah. or a pickup by the time they're 16. Yeah, everybody. And gas is so cheap there. They make things really cheap and accessible in America. Yeah, pickups. Um, fucking Ireland is so expensive for everything. But um, yeah, it, it's, it's funny. Though. I think part of it is like, obviously, in America, there's a lot of smart people too. But yeah. it's that they're so confident. They're told, like, they're so much more confident than everyone else that the, the stupid people say a lot more than other countries stupid people you wouldn't, you wouldn't notice you wouldn't notice yeah because they, they would just think it and not know like yeah they the... realize at a certain point all right i've got some stupid thoughts I'll, yeah if i'm not sure i'll just keep it to myself i mean not even stupid people just people in general they're like this thought like i have stupid thoughts all the time i'll be like i should i shouldn't share those thoughts but i love They're that stupid. i love that americans are around if there's an american around you won't look like the dumbest person there and you're exact you would have the exact same thoughts but they voice it first so say you're on a train and it's still at the platform and it should have left already and you're thinking and probably everyone is thinking why aren't we left yet if there's an american they're like why haven't we left yet and then you can look over and go just calm down be patient you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've all th thought it we just want the american to like voice it because they don't get embarrassed yeah, it instantly judged him what an idiot oh my god they're just such wait. an idiot it's the exact same thought i had what yeah. are the squiggly lines about yeah uh, oh wrote ro campbell fellow aussie comic so funny like he overheard another thing and he's used it on stage and so i'll, I'll just quote him but just check out ro campbell he's like in in edinburgh and uh you know haggis is He's, you know, from Scotland, big in Scotland, Haggis. And uh, there's like, and you can hear this older couple talking. It's like, honey, while you were here, do you want to try the Haggis? And the husband's like, Haggis, no way. Like, awful and intestinal casing? No, thank you. I'll have a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> no irony whatsoever. But yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Love that. So, what, what do we got up next? Is oh, it, uh, yeah. Well, we've had McSavage the last two weeks, uh, but then he was on again. And uh, he just, I just thought I'd throw this in. It's, uh, there was a young girl down the front. Well, she's 20, but um, he was talking to her and he was, he was talking to a lot of people. And then he goes, if, he goes, what's the, the age of your dad? And then from that, he just started singing it. He just started singing a song about it. <laughs> so here's David McSavage's uh, impromptu song about Belfast. Where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> 
don't be afraid. Where are you from? <laughs> where Where are you? Where are you from? So? <laughs> you from Belfast? Okay. You've, you've killed the fucking room now. <laughs> we were, isn't it funny, you know, where you, Be Bell, you... <laughs> but of course, uh, you know, Belfast. Yeah, I could do some easy jokes, but I'm not going to. Doesn't matter where you're from. Doesn't matter where you're from, you know what I mean? How old's your dad? How old are you? 22. How old's your dad? 42. Your dad's 42? And you're fucking 22? Yeah. <laughs> I'm 56. I'm a. Uh, Am I 14 years older than your dad? I'm 14 years older than your daddy. When I was 14, your daddy was born. When I was 28, your dad was 14. When he was 22, he had you <laughs> in Belfast <laughs> during the time of the trouble, the trouble. How dare you sneeze, spreading COVID disease. I don't know where I'm going with this song. Okay. Come on, everyone. You know the words. Come on. Belfast. Belfast. Come on, come on. Belfast. Oh, yeah, come on. Belfast. If you want to have a kid and you're really, really young, go to Belfast. <laughs> you wanna, if you want to have a kid and you're really, really young, go to Belfast. <laughs> you, are, you, are you pregnant? <laughs> David McSavage there. Brilliant. Oh, that was great. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Who, who's up next? We got, uh, oh, you're, got a uh, clip from Old good, Eddie next. Your good self. You know, yeah. uh, one of uh, my favorites of yours, the old Spanish voiceover bit. Spanish are very, very expressive people. It's great. And I was in uh, Spain for a lot of the summer, and they dub everything on TV. They don't do subtitles. And the Spanish voiceover actors, I don't know what cocaine they're giving these people. <laughs> Way over the top. I was watching a Billy Bob Thornton movie. Do you know Billy Bob, great deadpan actor? Billy Bob's line in the movie was, if you fight with monsters for long enough, you become a monster. The Spanish voiceover actor decides to go, que combates a los monstruos, que rosa para tu. It's like, fuck. 
fuck me. Billy Bob's not going to be happy about this. What's going on? So many movies, once they get translated, you know, like uh, James Bond in Spanish. Bonkers. The name's Bond. James Bond. Me llamo Bond. Jaime Bond. Por favor, shake and no stir. And my personal favorite, Star Wars, Darth Vader. <laughs> Luke! Yo soy te padre! Hey, there's anything. Hey. Oh, yeah, we'll go back to uh, next week or some coming week. We'll, we'll, we'll put in the bit about how they dub South American movies there in Spain as well because they, they prefer their own voices. It's really, it's really fucked up. Yeah, it's a bit messed up. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a whole bit there. So yeah, we'll play that again in a, in a following one. And that was also on the TV show. Uh, like our next, next clip, our final clip for this episode, Mike Morgan had a few uh, people wanted to hear more of Mike Morgan from Cork. Oh, Mike's a great comedian from Cork. Yeah, so he's an he's a, he's extended bit about why he doesn't have kids at the moment, man. <laughs> And stuff that happens. So, uh, yeah, here's Mike Morgan. Uh, I don't have kids. Make some noise if you have kids. Yeah! One guy is a super kid. The rest of you don't like your kids. That's fair enough. Uh, I'll hold on a while, so. No, uh, me and my girlfriend found out recently that we can't have kids. Um, yeah, financially. And, um... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Oh, I'll be honest. No, I don't have kids. I have a niece and a nephew, and I practice with them. I have a two-year-old niece. Her name is Poppy. I love Poppy, but I don't like the way other adults talk to kids. It's very perverted and very personal. Like, you wouldn't ask kids what you ask adults. You wouldn't, like. I was with Poppy walking down the main street of Mallow, which is where I'm from, don't bother going, right? And uh, I was walking down the main street, and this woman came up to us, and she was there thinking I was her dad or something, Poppy's dad. She was like, oh, your child is gorgeous. She's gorgeous. What does she wear? What does she wear? What the fuck do you wear, girl? Do you know what I mean? Do you want her beak and her eyeband as well on top of it? Like, she, she, she's a Pisces, loves long walks on the beach. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then the next one gets even more perverted. It's like, how many hours is she sleeping at night? It's like, oh my God, stay away from me. Like, you know? And they always do that compare thing, thinking that I am her father. She was like, oh, she's her father's eyes. It's like, don't insult the girl at all. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> her actual dad is cross-eyed as fuck. Glaucoma, does glaucoma every Everywhere, like, you know, I don't know why my sister went off with him, a state of the man, do you know what I mean? But anyway, <gasps> sorry, Bill. And uh, <laughs> he's here tonight, folks. And uh, uh, the elephant man. Anyway, I, uh, <laughs> oh, I hope this doesn't make it onto TV. And uh, he's a big man, like, but anyway, I, and I only know how to talk to kids because of those moments, you know? Like, that's the only place I've learned. Like, and I'm coming across very bad. Like, when is the cutoff point when you can stop asking kids? what they weigh. When does that become inappropriate? Because I was at a 14-year-old's birthday party two weeks ago, and I didn't come off great at all, I'll be honest with you, you know? I went in, the mother of the house was like, hi, Mike, there's my son Luke, he's on the bouncing castle, he's 14 years old today. I was like, oh, <laughs> he's fucking gorgeous. <laughs> right, Luke A. What 
what does he weigh? <laughs> she was like, eight and a half stone, why are you asking? And I was like, is he sleeping? What room is he sleeping in? Do you know what I mean? And then I got kicked out, it made no sense. I tried to do that compare thing after, I was like, he's his mother's hips, but fucking... <sighs> Hey, Mickey Morgan, brilliant stuff. Mickey Mike um, Morgan. Excellent. If you're enjoying this podcast and you want to listen to more, then please give it a review on whatever platform you're on and share it with your friends. Tell them all about it so we can keep this alive. Yeah, keep on going. More, more comedy, more laughs, more comedians, and, um, and more uh, requests for comics chats or material that you want to hear as well and so and thanks if you're new oh, yeah. if you're new to the podcast you got 20 full episodes to listen back to we got every episode it's like anywhere between five and ten comedians doing bits uh so yeah you got a whole world to explore yeah check it out and uh, i want to thanks to check all the comics that we had today and and then look them up on uh insta probably facebook I don't really dip in facebook and then TikTok as well, maybe. Uh, so Stephen Bradley, Caroline Cummings, David McSavage, and Mike Morgan. So definitely check all those guys out on uh, online. They'll be tagged in our Insta, which is the underscore crack underscore den. And our TikTok's flying at the moment. Jump into my TikTok there. <laughs> yeah. More two than million 50... views, is it, in total now? Uh, two million views. Yeah, two million views so far. A little it's old crazy hashtag. stuff. It's good stuff. It's creeping. So thanks to everyone who's listening and, and, and watching all the clips that we put out. So uh, it's all thanks to you guys. It's all thanks to you guys. And thanks Shane over there, the headphones on, producing it. Yeah, thank you, Shane. <laughs> and thanks, Demo. And collaborative studios. And thanks, Eddie. There guess, we go. That's what yeah, I was waiting that's for. That's what Eddie wanted. <laughs> and then Eddie will be uh, coming across the internet next week as well. But from where? Uh, Spain. Uh, Spain. Uh, Spain. So Eddie will be live from Spain uh, visiting in-laws and whatnot. So I'll, we'll be, there'll be some Spanish stories, I presume. I'm back in the studio. I'll be honest, yeah. I am looking forward to a bit of peace and quiet and a home and just playing video games for a few days. Oh, Constantly on the go. Games, eh? Cool. So thanks again, everybody. Yeah, lots of love. Have a lovely week. We'll see you next week. You too. See you then. Bye. Bye.